Emma Mae Jenkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Dwell Differently. For a fun and unique way to memorize God's Word, visit dwelldifferently.com. Now, on to today's show. What's up, incredible, loved, valued humans? I'm so thankful that I get to have you here. Even if I get to be a part of your life through the simplicity of a podcast, I am thankful. My name is Emma Mae Jenkins, and you are on the Have You Heard podcast today. And I think I say I definitely have said this before, but I think this will be one of my favorite episodes thus far. So, friends, faith comes by hearing. Grab your headphones and let's get into the word. Guys, this is super special because I have my fiance, gonna be my husband in two months. What's Actually, up guys? a little less than two months. I know. On the podcast with us today. It's very exciting. I'm so glad I get to be on here again. We got to mm-hmm. last time I was here, we got to talk about a little relationship stuff, but this is a this is a little different, but this is still it's a it's a lot of fun being on here to do it with you. Yeah, it's fun. I think today is like life stuff. This will bless I know this is a Blessing us in our relationship, in our own walk with God. It'll bless you in your friendships, in your walk with yourself. I think this is going to hit home for everybody because because we're all human. (laughs) Everybody deals with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about temptation today. And I, I think sometimes when the word temptation is brought up, a lot of different things come to mind. And I think the things that come to your mind are probably the specific ways in which you are tempted. So that could be the the sexual areas of temptation where it's pornography or it could be things that I know I personally struggle with, the temptation of keeping everybody happy and like seeking to please people, even if it means like, I don't even know, like Mm. it, it means allowing my peace or my joy to be robbed in order to keep everyone at bay. And so it can come in so many different forms, but regardless, everybody deals with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're truly not alone. And even to like, you may be listening to this podcast and as soon as you hear the word temptation, maybe you even have some, some thoughts of specific things that come up to your mind and you may even start to feel a little convicted, Mm -hmm. but honestly, that's a, that's a beautiful thing to feel. Because conviction shows your relationship with Christ, that he loves you so much and he hates where you're at and he wants you to be somewhere better. He wants you to be where he has called you to be. So you may have those thoughts. You may have those, those, um, those areas of your life that man, like, Oh, I hate this. Like, why did we have to talk about that thing? Mm-hmm. That's been that's been over there in the corner and I've rejected it for quite a while. And I don't want to talk about that. But honestly, it's a beautiful thing to be able to admit, you know what? I'm human and he's God mm-hmm. and he can handle whatever thing I'm trying to hide. And it's a it's it's beautiful whenever you can be your true whole self before the person, the the man, the 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 God who created you. Yeah, yeah. It's very encouraging too to know that the Lord already knows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like He already sees you and knows you better than you know you. Yeah. And so, 
nothing that you share with him surprises him. Yeah. <laughs> but because he's such a relational God, he wants you to come to him about it. And and there's healing that happens whenever you are honest. There truly mm. is. And something that me and Josh really wanted to open up with is the power of realizing that not only are you not alone, but you were made to walk in trusting that you're not alone. In other words, you were made to walk in community, doing life hand in hand, arms linked with people. And a verse that I wanted to share with y'all is in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And Paul opens up this one verse and he says that, you will not be tempted, or he actually says, no temptation has overtaken you beyond mm. what is common to mankind. Yeah. What that basically means is that there is no temptation that you will ever face that someone else won't understand. Mm. And I really think that that is a strategy that the enemy loves to play in all of our lives. He yeah. would love for us to think that we're alone, that if I shared this one thing with my with my people, with my spouse, with my friends, with my family, then they would think of me different. Yeah. And I mean that in a negative way. I know I have believed the lie of the enemy that if I were to share my deepest struggles with my people, then they would think of me differently. But I thought they would think of me differently in a way that they would reject me. They wouldn't think as highly of me. They wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. But what I've come to find is whenever I chose to take that risk of vulnerability in a trusted space, my people did think of me differently, but it wasn't the way that I thought they would. Mm -hmm. There was a deepened level of respect. There was almost an open door where they felt like they could share their stuff too. And it allowed us to love each other better because they knew more areas of my life in which they could specifically encourage me. And Mm -hmm. I think that's just how the enemy works is it's twisted. Your relationship with them is not going to look the same if you share this with them. No, it won't. If if it's a godly community who loves well and wants you to be who God has called you to be, it's going to go deeper. Like <laughs> your relationship so will be stronger. I know that that's what's happened with me and Josh yeah. as we prepare for marriage and we've taken those important, necessary risks of being vulnerable mm-hmm. and sharing the tough stuff. Yeah. When navigated through well with in a godly way, mm-hmm. it actually deepens relationships. Yeah, yeah that that is so, so beautiful, especially whenever you look at the scriptures and whenever you look at the disciples or whenever you look at a group of people in the Bible, you see the community. Mm-hmm. And you see not only the community, you see the, the crucial and the importance and the necessity of a strong, godly-centered community. And if you need a saying to stick to, you need to stick to this. If you want to be a proactive Christian, you have to be around proactive Christians. Mm-hmm. You need That's to right. have those people in your life that you know what, like my one another's people. That's mm-hmm. what my dad always says. He's like, who are your one another's? You got, you got a person above you that's pouring into you. You got a person beside you that's doing life with you. And you got a person below you that, that you're being pouring into. Mm-hmm. And who are those one another people that you are doing life with? Because it, it is, it is necessary even even in the garden i think this is a beautiful example because you have the garden and you have the perfection of the earth like just like close your eyes and go there for a second i'm just thinking wow a perfect world a perfect world there's no sin there's no death there's no pain and we get to walk with god daily this is the this is adam and eve 
Like they get to walk with God daily and they get to do community as husband and wife. How beautiful is this? But yet, even in this perfect world, even in this perfect time on creation, there was still temptation. There was still that one tree that was almost, it was appealing. It's, it's that, that fantasy that maybe that tree will provide me something that I don't have. That fantasy that like maybe this will give me what I need. Because God, quote unquote, is not giving me what I need. I'm lacking but something. I'm, I'm lacking something. Mm-hmm. But a quote that like fantasy is always going to be better than reality. The fantasy of the temptation will leave you wanting more whenever you realize that reality is not what you've been fantasizing of, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we really do get to cling to God, even though it's like temptation is not sin and to be tempted is not sinful, but it's a beauty. It's being challenging. And I get to choose now to be obedient instead of choosing myself and be disobedient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's so encouraging. And I hope that like somebody's hearing that and they kind of just tuck that away in their back pocket. That in those moments, not if, but when you're being tempted, however that may look, whenever that may happen in the day, remembering that, okay, this fantasy that I may have in my mind, because it starts in between the ears. Mm -hmm. It starts in the thought process and what you believe to be true about the Lord and his word and who he says you are. Because if you actually believe that the Lord is worthy of your obedience, that his way is best, and that in him you lack no good thing, then that is something that you can be deeply rooted in whenever you're tempted to believe otherwise. But whenever you are in that mentality of having a fantasy that if I just... If I just had this one thing, because to sin is to know the right thing to do and not do it, or to know the wrong thing to do and do it. (laughs) And so if I were to believe that fantasy that something God isn't giving me or something that God has told me not to do, on the other side of that, I'll actually have more. I'll actually have better. That in some way, God is, he's cutting me short. And I act on that, like what Josh said, that like, my fantasy was better than the reality. I'm going to step into what I thought was better and realize that the thief really does come to steal, kill, and destroy. On the other side, I find joy that's robbed and peace that is stolen, and I find myself lacking, and I'm still Mm. wanting more. I'm still empty. I'm still running myself ragged because Mm -hmm. I didn't trust that God is who he says he is and that I have what he says I have in him. I lack no good thing. That's what Jesus said. I've come so you may have life Mm -hmm. and have it abundantly. Will you take him at his word? And I think that that's something encouraging as you continue to read in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, the Paul goes on to say that, but the Lord is faithful. So You're encouraged that no temptation has overtaken you beyond what's common to mankind. Mm -hmm. And the Lord is faithful. So one, I want to encourage you in the reality that God is faithful, meaning he doesn't tempt you. He cannot be tempted and he doesn't tempt. So the Lord is faithful and he provides a way of escape so that when you are tempted, you can endure it. And when you are tempted, it's not going to be beyond what you can bear. And what does that mean? escape route look like? The Mm. Lord promises that he gives it to us. What does that look like? And I think Josh and I have kind of hit on it a little bit. I think one of those escape routes that the Lord gives us is 
the power of doing life with people. Yeah. So something we want y'all to just take inventory of your own life of is Mm -hmm. do you have your people? If you do, lean into it. And if you don't, ask the Lord. Because if God instructs us all throughout his word to do life with people, why would he not want to to honor that prayer of you seeking to be obedient to his word and do life in community? Because James says, confess your sins to one another and you shall be healed. There's there's healing in life that comes from doing life with other people. And the second thing that I think an escape route is knowing what God says, like going back to his word that my reality in the Lord is better than any fantasy the enemy or the world or my flesh could tempt me with. It's, it's abundant life. And David prays in Psalm 119, Lord, I've hidden your word in my heart so that I might not sin against you. Yeah. Do you have his word hidden in your heart? Do you have the truth of who he is and what he says about the life he has for you and what he says about who you are? Do you have that hidden in your heart? Because when you're tempted, whatever you've been hiding in your heart is what's going to come out that helps you dictate what decision you make. So I encourage you to hide the word of Mm. God in your heart because it's going to be such a game changer. Yeah. I mean, the word of God is truly, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, Mm -hmm. piercing joint and marrow. Like it is so powerful. Actually, I want to share a story with y'all, but we have to listen to an ad from our sponsors real quick. And we'll be right back to you. I'm so excited to share this story with y'all. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. Do you want to memorize more of the Bible, but struggle to actually do it? Dwell Differently has developed unique ways to help you memorize one Bible verse each month. They take the first letter of each word in a verse, create a cool design, and then put that design on a key tag, a note card, or a temporary tattoo, letting you take God's word wherever you go. How great is that? Every month, you'll receive a kit in the mail, along with screensavers and downloadable coloring sheets. They also post daily inspiration on Instagram, share weekly devotionals on their website, and host a podcast, all meant to help you apply this verse to your life. If you're just getting started with your faith or long to go deeper, Dwell Differently is a great way to start. To join their monthly program, visit DwellDifferently.com. That's DwellDifferently.com. Now, back to today's show. Guys, welcome back. I'm so glad. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around. So this story is is actually like I was listening to a sermon by Matt Chandler. Right now, he's going through a sermon series in the book of Revelation. And I'm telling you what, it is amazing. So if you ever need something else to go and listen to, besides more <laughs> Have You Heard podcasts, you can go and listen to his messages. It is absolutely amazing. So he, he was telling the story about the the most apex predator out there. And I, it's, it's really cool because you wouldn't expect it. You'd expect like maybe like a lion or like a tiger yeah. or something, but it's a killer well. And, and here's That's why. Insane. I know. Uh, a killer well. And so here's why though, is because they can hunt so many different things, but the one thing that hunts them is humans. 
And so how that so that means that they're at the top of the food chain. They mm-hmm. literally have a buffet menu of whatever they want. And whenever wow. they're hunting something, they hunt in little pods. So they work together as a team. Mm-hmm. And so they they chase after a, a seal and they surround the seal by all sides except one. And so the seal is is swimming as hard as it can to the escape. Seal. I know the poor seal. Uh. But it sees an area of escape that the killer whales have intentionally left open. The killer whales have have shown a way of escape that, hey, if you choose this way, you'll be safe to the seal. So the seal swims with all the rest of his energy out that area of escape. But see, the killer whales knew that the, the, the seal would do this. And they had another pod come and meet and close off that area. Now, I, if you didn't think that you'd get a little of like a an animal science class yeah, today, but yeah, but that but isn't that what we really deal with on a day to day basis? Mm-hmm. See, see, we can go in our life, and we may have that that temptation of of looking at pornography. We may have that attention of taking those drugs or gossiping or cheating, or even in Emma, what she was saying is like, I may have that attention uh, temptation of making sure everything's perfect or pleasing people. It it can literally be anything. I have this temptation around me. I'm surrounded and I see, I see an area. I see an area that if I go out that direction, then I'll be safe. But in reality, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. And I, I become surrounded by the enemy. Because I tried to choose this this false sense hope that that instead of trusting in God, instead of leaning on Him, instead of trusting and going what you were just saying, Emma, to to His Word, do I know His Word? Instead of leaning on the people around me, the people, the uh, the team that I have, the proactive Christians that keep me accountable, that are there anytime I want to call them at three a.m. or at three p.m. Like they're there for me. Like I want to lean on those those type mm-hmm. of people instead of leaning on myself and choosing the wrong decision. Yeah. And not being naive, not yeah. being like thinking, well, I, I have this type of status or I've been a Christian for this long, or I what like whatever mentality that we may have as people, we can sometimes be full of ourselves and think that we're stronger than we actually are. But the Lord, even as he was in the garden of Gethsemane, like waiting for all of the people, what are the, what were they called? Were they the like officials or officers yeah. coming to come into, what word am I looking for? Take him, not, I mean, guess, I guess take him to arrest him. That's the word, arrest. (laughs) They're going to arrest him. Mm -hmm. And he told his disciples to watch and pray. And he came back and he was like, guys, like you have to pray because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Pray that you won't fall into temptation. And I think that that's something really important to remember is that Mm -hmm. my flesh and my heart may fail, but Mm -hmm. the Lord is my strength and my portion forever. And whenever we have that humbling heart posture of realizing that we can't do it all and Mm -hmm. that we can't, we we aren't as strong as we think we are apart from the Lord. Like the Lord is my strength. I was made to do life in community. I love how Solomon said like, like woe to the man who falls and has no one to pick it up, (laughs) to pick him up. Like we were made to do life with people. A cord of three strands is not easily snapped. And so 
be armed up in prayer. I feel like yeah. I go, I refer to Ephesians 6 all the time in this podcast, but like truly be mighty in the Lord and in his power and put on the full armor of God because there is an enemy who schemes against you. There is an enemy who who does not want you to live out the life that the Lord has called you to live. Yeah. And so don't, don't be naive thinking that when you're in a place of temptation, you'll have the strength to muster up to say no. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. And you're not, you, you're not strong enough. Like the Lord is though. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing is like with us thinking that we're strong enough, we can also think that we're giving everything up. It's like if you are 99% truthful with the Lord, you're not being truthful with the Lord. I could be 99.9% honest with Emma May, but if I'm hiding that 0.1% from Emma, I'm being, I'm, I'm being dishonest from her. I'm, I'm not telling her the full truth. I'm not giving her. And so what, like ask yourself right now, like if you need to pause this podcast and go and write this down and God, Lord, Search me, know me, see if there's any grievous way in me. And what am I hiding from you? Or maybe you don't have to ask him. And that's the first thing that came to your mind of, yeah, I really don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And what, so what is that? Because I want to be 100% truthful with him. And I'm not sure why all these animal analogies are coming to my head, but (laughs) literally as a lion hunts zebras, like, Truly, they find the weakest link of the pack and they hunt it. Mm -hmm. And just as the, the, the devil seeks to steal, kill, and destroy, he hunts us like a roaring lion seeking to devour us. Like he's going to find that weak spot in us. The part that's not a part, a part of the heavenly host, the part that's not a part of God's design and plan. And he's going to attack that because he sees the weakness of it. The part that's not confessed. Exactly. The part Mm -hmm. that, the part that we're clinging to that think that we have the strength, the part that in reality, God has the strength and he has the strength because, and we see that strength demonstrated on the cross. Mm-hmm. We see the strength of him as as son of God dying, being beaten on a cross, knowing full well that we would be tempted, knowing full well that we were still sinners as he was on that cross, knowing full well that we were going to still be sinners after he got off of the cross and then rose again. We were still sinners, but now, now there's a different part of that statement. In Romans 6.23, it says that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we can end there, and that's a true statement. But then if you go to Romans 3.24, it talks about that we're justified by grace through the redemption power of Jesus Christ. See, in in Romans 7, it talks about, I do the things I don't want to do, and I do the things I don't want to, or I don't do the things I do want to do, mm -hmm, and I do the things I don't want to do. But see, in at the beginning of Romans 8, 1, it literally says, there is no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. So you may have temptation around you, or you may have guilt and shame around you, no matter what. There is a freedom and a redemption and a justification that you can find solely in Jesus Christ 
not in any fantasy or any relief that you think you may find from the tree that's in the center of the garden in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm encouraged. I'm very, very, very encouraged in the Lord and in his yeah. word and and encouraged in the reality that like not only is Jesus our overcomer, because but but he also empathizes with us. Like he gets it. And mm-hmm. Hebrews 2 and in Hebrews 4, we read that Jesus was tempted in every single way, yet he did not sin. Yeah. He, so he's our victor, but he also gets it. He, so he empathizes with us in our weaknesses so that we can boldly approach God's throne of grace and ask for help in our time of need. Yeah. And and also, I like I don't know why I have this on my heart to clarify. So in addition to encouraging you in the reality that it's important to not be naive and not think that you have it all together or you have the strength to say no in your own power, I also don't want you to hear that and think like, oh, well, then I can just go give into temptation because I'm not strong enough. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was in high school and my dad spoke with our youth group, but he spoke on literally 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Mm-hmm. And at the very start of it, he had all of us students shout, I just couldn't help it. And he had to shout it over and over again. I just couldn't help it. And then he said, that can't ever be your answer. Because in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you beyond mm-hmm. what is common to man. But God is faithful, not mm-hmm. allowing you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. And when you are tempted, he will provide a way of escape so that you can endure it. Mm-hmm. We can never give the legitimate answer that we just couldn't help it, mm-hmm. that the temptation was too hard for us to say no, yeah. or if it was too good looking for us to be able mm-hmm. to say no, because it's not true. Like, so I don't want you to hear that, like, oh, I can't be naive that I actually don't have it all together. I'm not strong in my own willpower. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yes, you need community. Yes, you need the strength of the Lord because our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. And we need to walk with that humbling reality of a reminder. But also hear me out that you will give an account for the things you say yes to and the things you say no to. Mm -hmm. You will give an account for whether or not you do what you know is right or you don't. Mm -hmm. And the Lord promises that he's not going to allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. So in those moments of being tempted, be encouraged that it is by the strength of the Lord you say no, but also be encouraged and be reminded that you're Mm -hmm. held to a standard that you get to decide whether or not you say no. And I say that as talking to myself too, but I just, I I, I like for 100%, but I just, I wanted you to hear both sides that we can't be naive. Jesus told his disciples, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm -hmm. But I also have full responsibility of saying yes or saying no. And God promised that I'm going to have the strength to say Mm -hmm. no. It's just whether or not I will. And so I just wanted to encourage on that. And as we just like went into the power of the gospel that we have through Jesus, we've all given into temptation. Yes. We've all it is had a the real full, struggle. <laughs> yes, we have all been given the choice of saying yes or saying no, and we've chosen the wrong. We mm-hmm. have chosen to be disobedient to God. And so I want to just encourage you that the grace of the Lord is sufficient, mm-hmm. that he is so faithful and just to forgive whenever we confess our sins. It's it's so it's so encouraging to know that the Lord promises that whenever we come and we repent to him, he has removed our sins as far away from us as the east is from the west and that we can 
we can walk in that freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And so we don't have to walk in the shame of the fact that we have fallen short of God's glory, but we can walk in the freedom of of the gift of eternal life that is found in Christ Jesus. And so... I just want to encourage y'all on that. And I, I hope that this is a very practical podcast yeah. for y'all, a practical podcast to know that you're not alone. You were made to do life with people and the mm-hmm. Lord has promised to give you the strength to be obedient to his word and his yeah. commands are not a burden. Yeah. Just remember those three things, the, the power of God's word, the power of community and the power of talking to, to the man and the God that created us. Like, with those things, we can truly find an everlasting peace that surpasses all understanding and that no matter what thought process or no matter what idea that I have, like the Lord is intended something even better. Mm-hmm. The Lord's idea for me is not to stop me from having fun. Like I, I want to go here and the uh, God's just trying to not let me have fun, not let me try to do these things. Like he's, he's holding me back from experiencing all this. Temptation is the thing that's holding you back from experiencing true joy, from experiencing the trueness of that, what God has intended. Mm-hmm. And he, and he gives you those times to, to be obedient yeah. because he gives you those times to, to look to him for help, to be obedient. So I challenge you this week, look for those areas in your life of, man, I want to choose this, but I know I want to be obedient even more. Yeah. And I would even go on to say, you had mentioned that temptation was like, it will, rob joy and I think I think that temptation can actually be a, a place in which our joy is strengthened <laughs> That's if we very choose true. to be obedient. Yeah. Like I think it's sin that will rob joy because yeah. sin leads to death. It leads to it leads to a heart that is <laughs> that is in a condition at which the Lord didn't intend for it to be. But temptation, I once heard my professor say in class that temptation is an opportunity to be obedient to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so when not if we face temptation, let it be seen as an opportunity to surrender to the Lord, to grow in him, to grow in his word, to grow in dependence on him and trust that his way is better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's lean into grace. Let's pray to the Lord and let's ask him for help in areas and ask him for opportunities to be obedient for him. Yeah. Let us ask that. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, we love y'all so much. And I hope that this encouraged you. Be sure and rate, review, download, share with your people, all of those sweet things. So, and if you want to follow me just on the day-to-day, you can follow me on Instagram at 1 Corinthians 13 underscore love. And Josh, where can they stay in touch with you? They can find me on Instagram as well. And you can go Josh underscore McDaniel. Very simple. Very simple. We love the simplicity. (laughs) And friends, literally last week, my merch collection for this spring dropped. And I am so excited. It's with Clothed in Love Boutique. I'm going to include the link in your detailed area of this episode. And so be sure and go check that out. And I hope that I hope that you're just encouraged with that and that it's a great gift idea too. (laughs) Also, YouTube, super fun. Also very simple to find, Emma Mae Jenkins. But yeah, guys, I love y'all and I'm so excited to talk with y'all next week. Y'all are awesome. Go live in freedom and be empowered. 
Y'all are not alone. We love y'all. Bye, guys. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.